You're listening to the Made in the AM podcast with Tilly and Sophia. Oh, what you do that for? I like girls who eat carrot. I work in a bakery. Harry, Harry, give me some of your gravy. I have a strange fear of spoons. Shit, I've got chlamydia. What's up, me? I'm really sorry I was having a wee. Good evening, everybody. Hello and welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the Made in the AM podcast, a podcast by Directioners for Directioners. I'm Tilly. And I'm Sophia. And we will be bringing you the latest news, conspiracy theories, and gossip about all things One Direction. Hello, Sophia. (laughs) Hello, Tilly. Now, tonight's episode is quite uh, a unique setup because Tilly is no longer with us. And by that, I mean she's she's not dead. She's just... (laughs) She's just I've gone, stuck I've in gone isolation. <laughs> She's stuck in ISO. She's left the mainland of Australia and secluded herself in ISO back in her home state of Tasmania. Yes, I've been in a, um, a hotel room for two weeks now. Tonight's my last night. I'm buzzing to get out and have some sort of sense of freedom. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, so this episode is being recorded via Zoom, thanks to the modern technological advancements that we are so blessed to be utilising. It's a bloody nightmare. Yeah, we've already had so many technical <laughs> difficulties, so this is going to be an interesting one. There's an extreme delay in the audio, as well as the fact that we have the most unstable internet connection because we're just so lucky like that. And so it's going to be quite a roller coaster in trying to maintain you know, consistency within this episode, but we're trying our best. We're going to work with what we've got. And if it's the worst episode ever, then so be it, you know? You know what, though? I think I think it will be a great episode because today we're talking about all things unpopular imp- opinions. So we're diving into our personal opinions about One Direction and we're going to discuss and have a little debate we've also reached out to you guys on instagram and tiktok and we've had so many um opinions sent to us so we're going to discuss your own opinions so this episode may as well be our most unpopular episode because of the fact that we're discussing such unpopular viewpoints but who knows maybe we can all find a middle ground also just a little heads up you can't see us, but Tilly and I are wearing matching sweaty yeah. sweat, sweatshirts, crewnecks, whatever, because we're basic and we miss each other that much that we just yeah. had to twin. <laughs> but, you know, it was totally, completely intentional and anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there's, I feel like before we jump into the unpopular opinions thing, I feel like there's quite a, quite a few things that have happened in the One Direction fandom that have been quite newsworthy, quite literally newsworthy as we saw... Harry with his infamous mustache running oh around Italy God. on a little on a little jog. Yes. And that 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 enough was enough to just spark up an absolute uproar on modern news, on Twitter, on Instagram, all this shit of just Harry running. Oh, it's Let's just look, it's a what, lot. What, <laughs> it's a lot. It's quite it's quite interesting to see why people would be jumping at the <laughs> this story, the so-called story of seeing Harry just running around Italy, just getting his daily exercise in, in this corona-filled world. Have you seen how he, like, runs down, like, an alleyway in Rome and then decides that he's gone the wrong way and turns back? He just glitches and just reverses and backs it up and out he goes. And he's just followed by Pabs. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's it's so funny how well he's just like I don't even get why this made such massive it's the dumbest thing ever. It's just Harry having a jog as you do. His mask is like attached to his arm, like on like linked onto his like yeah. bicep or whatever. <laughs> and he's out here wearing a hat that says if it ain't fisherman it ain't shit or something like that. And I love like, that hat so much. I really want to get one. I like I need one. <laughs> knowing Harry it's about three thousand dollars. Probably yeah. fucking Gucci or some shit. Yeah. Who knows? But um upon uh, speaking of Harry, there has been a big spark up behind a potential new music video coming from his team. Not only have we seen the Visit Eroda Twitter account be incredibly active, responding to it, nearly everyone's tweets with uh watermelons watermelon emojis 
Um, they've also like chucked a couple of hints in. People think that it might be a golden music video. However, there's another Twitter account mm-hmm. that's called the Fan Action Network, which oh. is talking about doing good or finding a place to do good, you know, like treat people with kindness. So they're thinking maybe it could be a treat people with kindness music video. Either way, things are happening. A lot of charitable things are going on with that Twitter account, which is really good. It's very on brand with Harry and and it's just a bit... It's a bit of an up in the air moment, especially since we didn't get the Infinity music video as we predicted last week. Last week was quite a, quite yeah, a we, shit show it was <laughs> of events unfolding. Talking about the Infinity video, though, there was some progress with it, I guess, with the them adding in glitches into the... The glitch. Um, the big glitch. Yeah. The audio, yeah. I didn't see it. I actually went on. I went on Chrome. I went on Chrome. People were saying that it wasn't on mobile. You could only see it on Chrome. You could only see it on your laptop, and all this shit. I went ahead and did it. Tried my absolute best. Watched it. Didn't fucking the glitch really? didn't happen. Check the comments. Yeah, everyone was saying in the comments like, "Oh, who's here from who's here from TikTok looking for the glitch? Who's all this shit? Oh my goodness! If you open the source material, it says that the website's been updated and like the they've been on this video recently, and it's like, uh, oh, what? I haven't. Looked <laughs> what am I missing it. out on here? I just know that there was a glitch at the end of the video and there's also Snapchat filters that you could like scan from the video. Yeah, that was in I think I was in celebration for one D Day. I was a bit confused. I wasn't fully aware of what was going on because it was it seemed like quite a grasping at straws thing because it's like why of course, people would know this now, but I feel like One Direction might have just accidentally done it. Or it was just straight up fake because I didn't see the glitch myself. And I feel like I was just, we were just clowning really hard as always. That's so interesting. I, some people said that they didn't see it either. So I'm assuming that it wasn't completely universal. Mm. I don't know though, but who knows? Strange. It's just a bit of a, bit of a mess. But anyway, let's just, um, let's just jump into it, I guess, shall we? Tilly, do you want to start us off with your very first unpopular film? Oh, Okay. Oh, what do we start with? This is the thing. We've got quite, we've, we had quite a few. This was quite an extensive uh, discussion that we had to have because there's so many things that you can have an opinion on and some people think that probably these opinions aren't even that unpopular, but it's mm. like, in my eyes, I feel like it's not really a shared thing that I've seen or like people have expressed. So I'm just like, yeah. you know what? Let's just go fucking all in. Let's go ham. Let's if we lose our, If we lose our status as fans of One Direction, then... So weird. Okay, well, <laughs> since we were talking about Harry's moustache that hasn't made an appearance, I'm just going to come out and say it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's horrible. <laughs> I want it no. off. I want it gone. <laughs> it needs to leave. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the moustache so much. I think it just adds this little extra spice, this little extra charm of Harry. Like, it's just, it's just so... It's so unlike Harry that it is like Harry. Like, he just does like, he just, he, you didn't expect him to grow a mustache. Guess what? He grows a fucking mustache. You don't expect him to, like, progress to wearing, like, a pearl necklace and, like, really fancy suits and shit. Guess what? He did that. So it's like, it's just so Harry. And I feel like if we're going to get HS3 when he's in Italy, in his prime, living out his Italian life, having his Lizzie McGuire moment, you know, with the mustache. I did see, um, (laughs) these, someone photoshopped like photos of him with the moustache onto photos of him on stage, like on tour. And we're like, this is what it's going to look like. This is what he's going to look like. Uh, I just, no, I'm not about facial hair. I love it. I think it looks fantastic. It just proves to us that Harry can grow facial hair. Like, I don't know why. I just thought that he could, because he's always clean shaven for literally most of his career. And now seeing him emerge with this little, little fuzzy thing above his above his lip it's just like wow <laughs> harry a little <laughs> i think it looks good i think it looks really fantastic i think he works it very very well who knows what side of po- like i feel like that's a very divided opinion i feel like there's yeah. a lot of people who agree to and disagree with that but i think it looks fantastic however speaking of harry again like with his presentation of things whilst i absolutely adore to death adore <laughs> um, <laughs> adore <laughs> I absolutely cherish the way he dresses now. I absolutely love his expression and how he's able to really fully be himself and feel comfortable in the clothes that he's wearing. I still stand by the fact that I think the Chelsea boot moment Uh. in the four slash made in the AM era with the skinny jeans and a really nice print shirt and the hat, like I'm here for it. I was so here for it. Same when he was like dressed up for, um, 
uh, whose wedding was it? Louis' mum's wedding. Yes, I think it was. Like yes, I think yes, he yes, looked yes. so good with the scarf, the open shirt, the little cruise. Oh my goodness, the button down with the blazer. Like I oh. think that was such a moment for in Harry's time, especially since he was kind of growing out his hair. It wasn't too ridiculously long, but oh my goodness, I loved that so much. Like again, I think he looks fantastic now. But you know, circa twenty fourteen. 2013, I was oh, here yep. for it. 2015, like, yes, I loved it so much. I agree. However, <laughs> with long-haired Harry comes quite a divide between the fandom. Oh, yeah, well. Had a couple of people reach out to us saying that they find the long-haired Harry to look incredibly greasy and disgusting and just not, they weren't here for it, which is like, I think it looks nice. See, um... <laughs> I'm divided. I don't like long, long hair Harry, but I also don't like short hair Harry. I like 2013 hair Harry, (laughs) where it was like in the middle. The frat boy Harry era. Yes, yes. I don't like, I don't like when he first like cut it for Dunkirk. I like, that's too short. That was prime. Are you joking? No, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. But I also hated man bun Harry as well. So. Ugh. I think he's at the moment it's fine. Well, he tended to, I think the reason why it looked so greasy was because of one, a massive amount of product that Lou probably chucked in there when they were styling his hair. And also he touched his hair a lot. Like he would always do the, the hand through his hair, oh, like things, oh. but when he was on stage, especially when you're on stage and you're on tour, like you get sweaty, you get hot, you're going to sweat. You're obviously your scalp's going to sweat. Your hair's going to get oily. Like there's no way in hell that it's just going to stay constantly looking great 24 seven. However, in saying that he still, I think he rocked that look like Prince Harry era. Like again, like it goes back to this whole, like with his Chelsea boots, skinny jeans, like print shirt like I think it was just it was just the whole aesthetic of it was just chef's kiss pig I loved it could not could not trade it in for the world but like you know I'm happy with how he's progressed as well I like his hair now I liked it when it was in Dunkirk I don't know what kind no, of shit you're no. smoking to think that Dunkirk Harry looked bad when he looked <laughs> phenomenal like he emerged he emerged from you know having having like a five year long just oh sorry like three years long doing you know writing music just doing his thing he emerges with this beautiful haircut being in Dunkirk and oh, no, no I loved it Absolutely not about it, it. <laughs> I think it was fantastic I loved it so bloody much well <laughs> while we're on the topic of um Harry I'm just gonna put it out there I oh. well I'm not gonna say I hate Harry fan like but I <laughs> Uh find them quite annoying (laughs) like oh they just something about just harry styles fans rub me up the wrong way the harrys don't i don't know Uh Uh so uh, what's 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 got what's got your rather up about them tilly please do elaborate on this well for one um we received a message from someone um that we reached out to on instagram about the podcast and they returned with a very nasty comment about how they're only a Harry Styles fan account and that they won't talk to us. But anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) I don't know, something about, I mean, if you like everyone as well, I just feel like there's some people who would come in and just are Harry Styles fans now and they just... I can't even explain it. I, it just rubs me <laughs> up the wrong way. <laughs> I can uh, somewhat agree. I dislike the the like toxic gatekeeping Harrys who are out here making it out like it's like it's, it's a very strict high standard that you have to like Harry. And it's like if some of them, I don't even understand how they outright reject the One Direction era. Like you can yes, enjoy yes, Harry and not yes, have to listen, not have to listen to One Direction's music and like enjoy Harry's music. Like that's that's totally totally fine like I have absolutely no objections to that because obviously not everyone's going to enjoy One Direction's music and some people will exclusively enjoy Harry's music because they're quite varying genres of pop music whatever it is however people who they need to recognize the fact that Harry is a solo artist because of One Direction like he they chose to disband they chose to like remove themselves from that kind of branding and move out of that and be try a solo act if it weren't for what they were five years ago Harry would not be who he is today. Like, he is 100% a 
the gotten the the absolute most fame because of One Direction. So yeah. it's like you don't have to love One Direction, but you have to acknowledge the fact that Harry is and will forever be a member of One Direction. Yeah. No matter no matter if he leaves. Same with Zayn. Same with all of Louis, them. Same with Liam. Same yeah. with all of them. There will always be One Direction because. That's what started them out. That's what got them the platform that they're standing on today. And it's like there are, there are ones, the fans out there who like come up to quote-unquote locals, which, by the way, that term is just shut up. Like, I hate that term so much. It's like people, people start from the start as everyone else does, you know? Like, everyone's going to come out of here being like, hey, I don't really know Harry's music. I don't really know Louis' music. I don't really know Zayn. Like, I don't know any of their music, so I'm starting from the start. And obviously everyone's going to start with the popular music because that's what got them the fame and that's what kind of got them the recognition. That's what people, like, find love and adore about these, like, guys because that's what kind of got them their interest sparked. And it's, like, it's unfair to criticise people who are like, oh, these locals, they I hate most popular yep. song. I, I agree on this opinion. I hate the term locals because I just figure anyone can be a fan. If someone only likes the top three singles that they've released and they want to pay $300 to be front row, they're paying their money, that's... That's their problem. Like, they can do what they want. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they're all doing the same thing, which is supporting the boys. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, even though they might not be on the same length or level as, like, really, like, stands and, like, really OG fans who have been here since, like, 2010, 2011, whatever, doesn't mean that they're any less of a fan. It just means they're not a veteran or they're yeah. not, like, a, lo- a long withstanding fan. And that's fine because there have been start- there have been times where, like, you know, One Direction was so easy to hate and everyone hated them. And now it's like a bit more socially acceptable to. Whilst I don't agree with that kind of stance, I understand that it's like just social bullshit pressure. Like that's just how life works. And I think that like having to start from a point where you don't listen to every single song from either solo or group. There's groups, 90 it doesn't... songs of One Direction. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many of them. It's like not, it's not everyone <laughs> has the time in the world to like learn the lyrics like we did. But that yeah. doesn't mean that, you know, everyone is the same as us. Same with, like, people... It goes with the opposite way as well, where it's, like, people think that you can't be a fan of One Direction if you don't follow their individual careers equally or, like, stand them equally. Like, I don't personally listen that much to Liam's music or I don't really listen that much to Louis' music, but I still recognise that they are both incredibly talented people who are also in One Direction and I will forever love and cherish their moments in One Direction. And I'll listen to their music too, but I'm more of a, like, a Nile Harry stan who I follow a bit more, like, religiously because that music is more up my alleyway, a bit more, like, my kind of type of music. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing I wrong with that. I don't have the time or mental capacity to be following five of their careers and it's just like... Yeah, so much easier when they're all just together. I know. Like, just get back together, <laughs> so much you know? stress like... when they're all in different... <laughs> I used to get... Okay, so when... I used to love One Direction when they were on tour. I knew, like, because I was one of those fans that would know where they are all the time, know (laughs) their exact location. But, like, if they were in different spots, I'd stress out (laughs) because I I would have to know, I'd have to know Harry was in Milan with such and such and then Niall was visiting his family in um, Ireland and... Louis was in LA with Eleanor and it's just like, I can't, I can't deal with this because they're all in different spaces. But when they're on tour, they're in the one city. The one area, you just can keep track of them at all at once. Yeah. So much easier oh. when they were just compact together. And now it's like, I'll keep track of them. And I'll like, obviously like check in and stuff like that with the ones who I'm not as like, you know, closely following. But for the most part, I, I've found my lanes. My lanes have been the same since I like started loving this fucking band and they've stayed pretty true and true throughout it. And I'm happy with that. And I'm very happy with how, with all the success that they've all achieved. And I hope to God that one day they'll come back together and just celebrate each other's success and whatever. But it's like, it doesn't mean that because I am not as a giant stan of Zayn's music and I don't like listen to every single song ever from Louis' album, from, you know, Liam's album, Zayn's two albums, all that kind of stuff doesn't mean I'm any less I haven't of a listened fan. to anything of um, Zayn's, honestly. Which one? From Akira's Falls? Yeah. Yeah, same. Actually, though, however, we did have some, a viewer come in and say that she found Liam's album to be very very good mm. which i can't make too much of a comment on because i haven't listened to it from back to front however it did stir up a bit of controversy 
as mm. we know, because LP1 was a very, some people found it to be very like singles, like there wasn't really much of a concise flow or storytelling or anything like deep behind it. It was all just kind of radio track after radio track, nothing really too deeper than that. The reason for that was because of Liam's lacking involvement in the album. Like, as you can see, he wrote, I think, only three of the songs that were on the album, or at least he had some Yeah, I'm really disappointed about that. Mm. I'm really disappointed yeah, about that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that Liam had so much potential to do an amazing solo career because we know, as we've seen from X Factor days to, like, consistently throughout these 10 years, he is an incredibly talented singer. Like, he took over the Zanes... Um, some of Zane's high notes yeah. when Zane left the band and he nailed them and he's so wonderfully he's got range, he's got lungs he's got good control, he's got amazing songwriting abilities and he's got incredible so- singing abilities it's just like the fact that he was basically pushed aside when he had his first major debut album coming together which is a really bad thing because that's basically what gets your foot in the door and because of that it just kind of created this massive accumulation of backlash onto him and he copped everything even though it just it even made some of the fandom like cloud judgment for a moment and think well Liam's a problematic guy we need to cancel him like he sucks like what the fuck and it's like are we really gonna cancel him so quickly because he had some pretty subpar songs and had some really weird things that he said that weren't problematic to the point where he could have been cancelled but definitely to the point where he could have been criticised I wouldn't, I held him accountable yeah. for saying bad things but I wouldn't just completely shut his career down because he said that he was the antichrist of Harry or some shit, it's just like, really? Yeah. That's really what we're doing here? And like, in terms of his album I don't know, I didn't really, I didn't fully listen to it, I have heard some of his like solo tracks and I do appreciate them, I think there's a time and place for his type of music, like it's very club kind of oriented Yeah, yeah, I did listen I listened to it a bit Like, during the first lockdown, I did actually quite – I, like, delved into it. But I really find it weird – I'm just looking at his Spotify now – that he released Strip That Down and Bedroom Floor, which I I love Bedroom Floor and I love Strip That Down. They were just, like, the highlight songs of my year 12. Anyway, (laughs) they – they were released in 2017 and then he didn't release the album until – 2019 and it was just songs that we'd already heard it was a big issue with like promo and like waiting it out like he released two singles in 2017 and then waited a whole other year and a half to release the actual album which is like when you build up that anticipation you expect a pretty big release you expect Mm. something that's going to be like phenomenal like that's what we did with harry's album and both albums have been like absolute treats like they're wonderful and for all i know for some people they could find lp1 to be musically incredible as this viewer has like expressed to us and that's totally cool i'm so i'm so glad for that but i feel like for Liam, who is a former member of one of the biggest bands in the world, to have his debut album be something that's going to be a defining moment in his solo career, it could have been, like, so incredible. Yeah. It could have been so amazing. Like, he could have released some incredible ballads. He could have really worked himself within, obviously, what he wanted to work with and also what he's, like, very capable of working with, you know? Like, I think that what he did was just kind of underwhelming. It's not, I'm not going to say it was awful. Like, it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't, like, completely something that's just going to be disregarded. I think it has its time and place. But for a first album, I think that it was very... It's. It didn't seem like they spent the time that... It didn't seem like him. Like, it wasn't yeah. him. It just, yeah, it just seemed very much like, okay, let's chuck some singles together that I've had recorded. There's no real, like incredibly deep pondering meaning behind a lot of them they're very straightforward very face value chuck them on together into an album slap a label on it release it out into the day and I think that again part of that just comes to the whole songwriting thing because it's like he has amazing songwriting abilities he can write songs we can see that in made in the am and in four and all that and yet this is what he's kind of given to work with and I feel like he didn't have much control of that which is where it's like okay maybe maybe we should Maybe we should give him a bit more credit. Maybe we should, like, give him a little bit more control in this because there was enough of that shit in One Direction where he did, couldn't have enough of a say in what he wanted to do and stuff. Maybe his solo career is the opportunity for that. Yeah. That's the other thing. Do you... Okay, so I've written down an opinion of mine. Probably unpopular, but I don't know if I actually agree with it. So it's <laughs> it's that... Um, Harry Styles' first album is better than um, Fine Line. What I agree. You honestly. you do agree? I do agree. No, I... See, I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's put this... I agree, <laughs> but I also this... don't. <laughs> They're both incredible bodies of work. Like, absolutely no doubt in our mind. Like, this shit... 
was fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. this was an incredible album. Fine Line was a fantastic album. And I think for a second release, it's very strong. I think it's good how he's very experimental. He didn't stay within the bounds of feeling too constrained with, like, the terms of pop and pop rock and whatnot. He branched out of that, and I think he did very well for what he branched out into. However... <laughs> what he made, even though he did say so himself, he felt it was a very safe album. He was quite, he was kept himself in what he knew. It was great. It was so fun. It was so fun. It was so great. I felt it was very cohesive, very consistent. And it's like, it created some incredible bangers. Like for fuck's sake, Kiwi is a song that we praise yeah. to this day. Yeah. Like you cannot top Kiwi. Oh, and like meet me in the hallway. It's just like, oh, and, oh, and, and two ghosts. <laughs> oh. So good. Yeah. So fantastic. It's like, it's hard, it's hard to compare them, I'd say, because they're so different. Mm. Like, they don't, they don't, I think, oh, I think I did read somewhere that someone was like, I wish Harry would have had a song that would have been comparable to Kiwi on Fine Line, because, yes, fair, like, fair. Like, that was a show-stopping song. Like, that's like, you, we've seen the concert videos of him, he just, like, he bloody drinks up the praise of the crowd yeah. and the screaming of the crowd when they get hype. He does it, he plays that shit over, like, seven times in a row, because we know how much it's it's such a bop, and it's like golden. Uh, Fine Line has it's like you know it has golden, it has like trippy with kindness, yeah. it has watermelon sugar, like it has all these really fun like summery kind of like bopping songs, but like it's such a different genre. Yeah, like I think you've nailed it that like it didn't have the hit. Like it's so weird to say that, but it's like like kiwi and stuff are just like absolute bangers that are up here, and then. Mm. all of fine line is good but it's just like kind of mellow like i don't know yeah it's got like this underlying tone that's like just kind of a bit subpar (laughs) yeah (laughs) i wouldn't say subpar but he did i think he just kind of branched out outside of like what he was expected to especially with hs1 being like such a like very rock pop kind of oriented sort of thing whereas fine line's a little bit more like alternative in some sort of sense yeah yeah and it is quite and it's quite different because you know there are songs that are like that are like like lights up for example is oh. a phenomenal song it's such a ballad it's such a great song but it's not like it's not typical harry like it's different it's a bit different and i love it i love that he's like branching out of that but it, i do think hs1 is better like i do find myself listening to HS1 when I want to get a bit more hyped up. Yeah. And then HS2 when I want to chill out a bit more, you know? Yeah. However, Tilly, I would love your opinion on this because I feel like this is something that you're going to have quite a, a quite a, quite a divided one on. Yeah. What do you, what do you think of Louis? Louis. Singing, Louis and his singing. Okay. Well, hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> I... Well, this week, actually, I have become more and more of a Louis girl. I have been listening to Walls nonstop. I absolutely love it at the moment. But I also do think that Louis can't sing, which <laughs> is... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, no. he oh, can no. sing, but he's just <laughs> not that strong of a voice. I think he'd be much better suited to a role that where he can write songs for other people because he's an amazing songwriter. And also I think he should become a manager. He should set up his own Louis Tomlinson management and Mm -hmm. become a manager and manage other artists because I think he would be really good at that. But, I yeah, I don't think he's the best singer. Oh, no. Which is not great to say. (laughs) No, it's really not. Uh, what do you what do you think? I I disagree to it to an extent. <laughs> I think that Louis has definitely made, has definitely proved himself as a good singer. Like you can see that in his solos in One Direction. Like he had some some like really iconic solos. Like he was fantastic. Like fucking oh, like fucking over again was oh, his shit. I like, do that have to say some that. of his some of his solos are my favorite solos. Like exactly, oh, but he's just not. Not a, his voice isn't as strong, but it's unique, I would say. I think that I think that he definitely has incredible song like singing abilities. I think he's a better songwriter. Like I think yeah. his strongest suit of all time is songwriting. Like I think that is his thing because we know that he brought us some of the absolute biggest bops in One Direction's yep. career. Midnight memories. Not to say that he's like a ba- Midnight oh, memories. Yeah. Uh, oh mate fantastic he's a fantastic uh, um songwriter and i think you're right in the terms of being i think that 
eventually when he wants to like retire from the music industry or like the singing kind of aspect of it I genuinely do think he should take on more of the admin role and like become a manager because he's been through it you see how he like he he knows how it is to be under that struck that strict yeah. constraint of management and how it feels to be treated poorly in this industry and he knows what is the the do not kind of area of treating an artist or treating talent and it's like he when he worked on the x factor you saw how he was such a great mentor to like some of these people and stuff and it's like dude should definitely open up that avenue create like a big like management company and like be the head of it and really give these people a chance and treat them with the way that they that he wished he could have been treated back in the day because We see how he like he like absolutely fucking roasts Simon. Like he does not like Simon. Doesn't like Simon, and I think <coughs> we know why he doesn't gone. like Simon. Simon's gone, exactly. And it's like the way he separated with Psycho is obviously such a brand new opportunity for him. He can really finally be free of that constraint that he was under. And I think he should take those lessons and then bring them to because bring bring them to like his own management thing because he has so much knowledge under his belt. He has so much like wisdom and like experience, and it's like it's so perfect for him. However, he's a good singer. I think he's a much better singer than what he like. Like from back in X Factor days, especially. Actually, actually, adding on to that, their X Factor auditions. All of them, but Liam, maybe Harry, sucked. They all fucking sucked. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. And when they were on X Factor, we for some reason we drank up their live performances, thinking they were so fantastic. They and were like, they're at the, the time, worst things. They're <laughs> actually terrible. But <laughs> they've they've obviously improved, and they've obviously proved themselves to be very musically talented. But like, oh my god, when I would like watch back on the auditions. And it's like, Liam's was so good. Like, Michael Bublé was, like, that's another thing. Again, I think um, Liam should explore, like, the crooner kind of smooth, um, like, genre of music because I think his voice is so perfectly suited for that. You can see as he sang Michael Bublé, it was just spot on. Harry's was pretty good. Louis, they did him. They did Louis so dirty. They did Louis so dirty because they what they aired on TV was not actually his final. Yeah, it wasn't what he actually did. Exactly. I only found that out a couple of days ago. I found that Mm. so interesting. Yeah, and they gave him a second shot, and that's what gave him through. And I was like, well, why the fuck would you air the thing that didn't actually get him through? Like that's that's doing that's doing our man's dirty, especially since like you could tell he wasn't happy with how he performed. Hey there, Delilah, and he was still let through, and that's so good. Nile was just. Oh, God <laughs> what a awful. random song choice for him. He was like, he was even like himself. He's like, why the fuck did I choose so sick? Like, what? Nah. What? <laughs> nah. I think it's like it's still fun. Harry's was pretty good. I think I think it was good to see him showcase his voice. But he did have musical talent previously because he was in White Eskimo and he had like. Oh, forgot about that. White Eskimo was really it was like it was like a moment as well. But yeah, yeah. in terms of Louis, I think that from where he started, two thousand and ten. To where he is now. <laughs> With the, oh, what you do to me. Oh, I really hate you right oh. now. <laughs> yes. I think, My God. I think he's skyrocketed. Like, I think he's soaring. I think he's thriving. I think he's doing fantastically. And I think that he's only going to get mm. better. And I think he's going to take all of the experiences and stuff. Because he's such a nice guy. Like, he's a, a terrific bloke, as you can see. And I think he's going to take that knowledge and he's really going to fucking use it to his advantage. At least I'm hoping. Yeah. So to continue on, I am going to say something that might ruffle some feathers as well. And I'm just going to... Go for it. I love, I love, I love this. I love it. Um, Go. Whilst I love Niall so very much, and I think Heartbreak Weather is a fantastic album, I am not the biggest fan of Flickr. I don't really like Flickr, like, at all. And it's like, I gave it a shot. I really gave it a chance. But I'm not a big fan of that type of, like singer-songwriter, acoustic guitar, very, like, not much else kind of vibe. Like, I think he's fantastic at it, and I think he's, like, he does it so well. Like, if any person was going to do it, I would choose him and I would listen to it, or at least I tried to listen to it, and it's just not for me. It's just it's just not my thing, and I think the way that he took a bit more of an edgier approach with Heartbreak Weather was definitely the way to go for him because we got such bangers like fucking Heartbreak Weather, Small Talk, Black and White, like, it's for mm-hmm. no, no judgment. Mm-hmm. Like, so many so many more more rockier kind of edge to it, and I was here for it, especially since, like, Slow Hands and whatnot was, like, so promising for Flickr, and I was so excited for it, and when I was listening to it, I was just yeah. like... This is not great. It's not awful, but it's not my favorite. But I respect him because I love him, and I think that he did a fantastic job with it. It's not a, it's not a like technically bad album. It's just not my taste. That's that's fair. I, oh, I, I. 
what? I agree. You agree? (laughs) (laughs) I, heartbreak weather is a hundred times better. Mm. Um, However, slow hands, such a bop. Um, Since we're alone is great. Mm. Flicker is so emotional. On the loose. Okay, no, I... I disagree. I think <laughs> okay. it's great. Refer to that. But in, say- in saying that, I prefer um, Heartbreak Weather. Also, when it when Flickr did first come out, I hardly listened to it. It's only in like the last year mm. that I've actually gone back and enjoyed like, it. Like there are some songs that I'll go to and I'll like listen to to have like a really good just like feeling like having getting real in my feels yeah. kind of moment, but. I'm mostly someone who likes to go towards more upbeat stuff because I feel like I'm quite, I'm always in the mood for that type of music. Like, I feel like that's a very yeah. general, like, applicable to all situations kind of kind of bop. And I think that when I put on Heartbreak Weather and I'm just vibing out, it's just it's just covering all the bases. One, another thing on Nile, and I'll say this and I'll stand by this, I will die on this hill. Blonde Head Nile <laughs> is, is, was a moment. And I think he, like, I think he looks better with blonde hair. However, however... If he was to go blonde now, it would be no. It would be a big fat no no. Like yes. that's just not how okay. that's just yep. not how it works. Yep. Like he looks so good brunette now. Like that's just that's just like yes, thank you. Yeah, I see. I really like the blonde hair. Um, I'm a sucker for blonde hair. Mm. Like it's just oh my thing. The blonde hair Nile is just who I fell in love yeah. with. <laughs> that is that is my my one and only. But it was horribly bleached and <laughs> Damn, dead ugh. and like damaged. And if you imagine running your hair through that disgusting, his hair hundred percent looks so much healthier now. looks, yeah, a lot better. If he was to go back to the blonde, it'd be mm. disgusting. Uh, I, yeah. So I do agree, but I fell in love with blonde Nile. So I feel like I have to stand by blonde Nile. Uh, yeah. I think that, yeah, like that's always just the starting point. It made him look younger. It made him look like, 16 yeah. like it made him look yeah. 16 17 18 and now he's like in his mid-20s obviously he has to grow out of that phase where he's like constantly bleaching his hair like i can't even imagine what he would look like with fresh bleached hair right now i just think that would be a big f- no yeah just no, no way no no way that is not happening no. no thank you but good on him for having that moment i think it looked fantastic on him and i think now he looks even better so it's just like he he looks great i do like now how it's got like i don't know if he's dyed it or if it's just like the summer like sun bleached hair like it's, it looks more more like golden yeah. rather than when he first dyed it and it was like brown yeah. it at the moment it looks more like lighter so i prefer that yeah i think also he because he tans a lot like he spends a lot of time outside like he's always just yeah. vibing outside yeah. i think that like since he's tanned his hair kind of looks a bit lighter as well in comparison and i think it's just he's serving he looks fucking amazing at the, like, like this is a, this period yes. in time of isolation Nile in which he's just doing just not much except, you know, exercising, songwriting, sitting outside, drinking. It's a moment. Yeah. It's look, it look, he looks so good. And his fashion sense is fantastic. It is peak. Oh, he looks so the good. Shirts. The shirts with the nice yeah. trousers and the, oh, the undershirts as well with like some nice little like loafer shoes. I'm like, yes, Nile. Thank you. Bless. Yeah. God bless. Thank you. What are your thoughts on um, Amelia, the girlfriend? I, good on, like, I think I like Amelia more. Because <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people are like, oh, we're on her yeah. side. Like all, everything I see on Twitter is like, we love yeah, her. Yeah, I think I like her more than Niall. <laughs> <laughs> I stand Amelia. I love Amelia. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Tilly? I would have to... D- I'd have to disagree, but I don't have any reason to disagree. That's the thing. I oh think it's God. just me feeling a bit heartbroken about it. But, like, I don't – I have no reason to hate her. But At least you're self-aware of your absolute insanity, you bloody crazy one. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate Hayley Steinfeld, but I don't hate her. <laughs> like <laughs> – I hate her because she dated Nile, not because of who she is. Because I love Haley this time. I think the word you're looking for here, Tilly, is jealous. You are jealous of Amelia. You yes. are jealous of Haley Steinfeld. You are very much using yes. quite a strong word. I here. am the crazy. You are a crazy, not even ex girlfriend. You're not even ex girlfriend. <laughs> really reaching there, but uh, yeah, fair enough. I I yeah. I like all of their relationships. Okay, 
I love all of the, the relationships. Like Zayn and Gigi together, amazing. Love it. Maya love and it. Li- Maya, 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 Liam, fantastic. They are such a cute couple, and Liam looks like such. Oh a- yeah, the sixteen-year-old Tilly. <laughs> She's like nineteen. <laughs> oh okay, sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with them. Yes. Uh, you know who else? Harry and his. And his band and Mitch, I guess, I feel like they're together now. Harry just thriving in his single life to what we know of. Okay, Louis and Eleanor. This is where it like gets a bit more controversial. Now, I don't ship Larry. I don't. I don't. Neither partake in that. I. I don't. It's not real. We're we're gonna say that right now. Larry is not real. Uh, I want to elaborate on this. I don't want to jump. I don't... But but, I'm open. To being converted, so we're open to being wrong. Send, we're open to being evidence. Wrong. My stance on this, and I feel like we should yep. make a different episode on this whole because Larry itself, like we've said, we're definitely going to do an episode on this because it's, there's just so much to talk about with it. But my general consensus is this, and this is just to anything, any person, unless it is publicly confirmed to me that two people in real life are together, I will not ship two real people together because I think that is so disrespectful. Like I would not go out of yep. my way. To if Zayn and Gigi weren't actually together, I wouldn't ship them together because I feel like that I don't have a right to their personal life. That's like not my area of expertise or of of knowledge or anything like unless it is public knowledge to me. And by public, I mean Louis and Harry announce it themselves that they are together or were together or have ever been together. I will not believe that it is a thing because I think that all this proof that we've been presented to it just it feels like an, a very big invasion on their personal life like there's some things that we that have been revealed to us that we probably don't even want to be they don't even want to be showing to us and the reason why they don't want to address it is because they don't really want to draw attention to it at all and it's like yeah. and it's like people can think what they think and i think people can like take songs that like louis songs a lot of them are very gender neutral like there's not a, a directed like girl he's talking about or boy that he's talking about and they can interpret that how they feel but I just don't think that shipping two people together in real life is very healthy or fair or, like, mm. good because it can really impact a person's personal life and in their relationship with said person because they've been put into very various contexts. Like, it's just a bit gross and toxic to me. I'm not going to say that there are the people who do ship it are that. Like, they are free to do that as they please. And there are some, there are well. some though, and I will know, there are some... <laughs> That take it to an extreme degree, the the blue greeners, the whatever they're called, like the really yeah, the extreme is. ones who will harass like Louis's family, Harry's family, and make everything about Larry, like every little thing that they do has to be about Larry. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's just not. Like I've, even if they were together, I feel like even in their lives they have their own lives going on. So I feel like they don't make it everything about each other. Like, is 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 okay to just kind of take this song that's that's just a song. And just it just mean it about something that's not to do with Louis. Like people think that yeah. Golden's about Louis because of the missing lyrics that Harry sings, where he's like talking about you know he's broke and he's gold and like the 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 lyrics that the lyrics that he sings live. I think that personally that it's about Harry looking back on himself and like saying how he was so like how scared he was to be like himself, how to be open, how to be like yeah. a very open like openly unlabeled like free to express himself person who just does what makes him happy and he doesn't and I think inspiring yeah. about Louis sexuality Harry sexuality when they both have said well no Louis hasn't said anything but Harry said that he just doesn't like a label Louis hasn't said anything about it it's like he's doing what he does and he can yeah. do what he feels yeah and I just don't think that it's fair there is a, an opinion I have on um one ship yes um which is Harry and Kendall oh. and I don't know if this is unpopular or popular or people just don't really care but I a hundred percent ship Harry and Kendall together interesting which is is strange coming from me who when I found out that Harry and Kendall were dating the first time I literally didn't want to hear any of it I was so like angry about it like also as someone who literally said 20 not even 20 minutes ago that you hate Amelia and Haley Steinfeld but yeah go on keep going go on go off <laughs> I just I their video the like them on um the late late show doing like spill your guts or fill your guts oh there's chemistry there like they they have a thing and it should be a thing 
But it could just be. I friends. think yeah, I was gonna say. I think that when they were together, they were very cute. Like there were photos of Harry and Kendall together where they do look very happy with each other. But I think that they yeah. had a very amicable like breakup. And I think that, like I said, I don't ship real people together. I'll never. I'm never gonna put Harry in a box where he's gonna be like, oh, I want him back together with Kendall, or I really loved, or I really want him back together with um, Cuckoo and shit like that. Like, Cuckoo. I, <laughs> I am gonna say that I. When they were together, they were very cute together. And I think that they're, like, a very obvious friendship that they have formed out of it is, like, super like super cool. Like, I am very in admiration for it. If Harry's happy, I'm happy. That's all that fucking matters to me. Doesn't matter if he's yep. got one girlfriend, three girlfriends, 12 boyfriends, a bunch in between. Like, that just doesn't bother me at all. But, yeah. <laughs> That's just how I see it in terms of, like, his personal life. However, one thing with Harry... And I think that this is like, I can respect that he doesn't want to be online like 24 seven or even, you know, an hour for a day. Like he's a very private guy and that's so fine. Like I totally get that. It's about respecting his private life. I do wish that there was some more interaction with the fans outside of- I agree. I agree. Outside of just like seeing him in person or like- him tweeting one tweet and then just disappearing and or just like after he finishes touring an album and he just disappears like I did watch like yeah like I watched behind the album and I loved how he was like he's like oh I felt really good to have no obligations like when he was living in Jamaica to film HS uh, to film to record HS1 and he was just loving Mm. it and I'm like that's so great but I still really wanted you to just be really active on Twitter like Niall in his like Niles is so good. Like, he just, like, responds so, like, abruptly to people. And, like... like it's scary. Oh, it's just so... It's savage. But, like, that's all we need, Harry. Just, like, a few tweets. Like, here and there. A photo of your fucking breakfast. Like, that's all we need. Just once a week. And I understand that it's, like, because we are crazy. Like, fans are crazy. And they will yeah. jump to extreme degrees to, like get in like for fuck's sake Harry, there are big people who broke into harry's house like i totally understand why he doesn't want to be yeah. online he, he wants to have a private life like people who took it too far have ruined it for the rest of us because we there was a point where he was like on twitter doing his thing like talking to people having a great time and then people fucking ruined it and that's fine and i and i think he, and i'm yeah. respecting him for it it's just i just wish that it was like a, there was like it was safe enough to him to feel like comfortable enough to come out and say hello I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> um, so, so some like so some uh, viewers or listeners have come through with some unpopular opinions, and I think we should discuss them. A couple of your friends have said that uh, they believe Harry was the person who carried the entire band and has the only successful solo career, or at least the most the one worth knowing. Yeah, well, that's a bit. This is the thing. There has been a lot which have said, like, this member carried um, the band, Zayn carried the band, Harry is the only reason the band was successful. And, like, I just don't think if any of them were not there, it wouldn't have been Yeah, right. no, exactly. And I think that's why Made in the AM, there's a part of it that doesn't feel right, mm. and it's because Zayn's not yeah, there. Yeah, I think that it's hard to – it's so hard to credit – the success of five boys to one person because it's like they all equally contributed to that and you can tell because they all had like their own devout fans who were like really like obsessed with like one individual member or multiple individual members and it's like they each brought something to the band and it's like it's so impossible to come out and say like oh harry was the one who who was like the chart the chart topper he's the one who made the band go straight to the top it's like bro no like have you forgotten about zane's incredibly diverse range and incredible like the like high notes that he could hit have you have you forgotten about louis incredible songwriting abilities that gave us like literally some of the best mm. songs ever have you forgotten about fucking the charm of like Niall and how he was able to like really bring a soft, like subtle voice to it, to it all. Same with Liam who had like such a crooner, like smooth thing going on. And Harry just had like a really cool, like, like a really cool, just like the calm voice that was just made for pop music. It's like, they all brought something to the fucking table and they all contributed in different ways to the band, whether it be personality, singing, songwriting, like, like stage performance, all of that shit credited to all five of them and it's like you can have say what you want about their solo careers because it's like you can't you can't you know compare each one of them because they all have such different careers going on yeah it's so different it's so hard to just kind of stay out here and be like harry has the best solo career it's like well some, some people would disagree with that you can't just talk for everyone in that but 
for fuck's sake, they, they, they became successful because it was all five of them. And, and I, and yeah. I think, so just add on to this as well, like made in the AM, like you said, it felt, it felt off. And it's like, when you look at a photo of just the yeah. four of them, it looks off because Zane's it's not, not there. It's not right. It's not the same. Zane's not there. No. But it's like, <laughs> it's just not right. And I think I said this and I'll, and I'll say this as well. Zane was definitely one of the most vocally talented because he had such an incredible range and ability mm-hmm. to like, to like, like change his vocals around for each genre of music. However, losing him did not make the band worse. They didn't lose a best member. They didn't lose something that was like the missing piece to their band. It was just, it just, it was something was just not there. Like it was just, Zane was not there, yeah. but it didn't make the album shit. Like God, no, it didn't make it shit. No, it's a great it's album. It's a fantastic album. It just felt wrong because Zane was not there yeah. it's like we just know we're just yeah. aware it's so hard to explain but it's it's there. yeah it's there. yeah we're just aware of the fact yeah I think it's I think it's um yeah I don't like saying that one person carried the band and was the like most or the best mm. of the band mm. I think they all had their place and the only reason they became successful was because there was the five of them yeah and it's like and it's like when you look at like the Made in the AM cover or like there was a photo that I saw that photoshopped Zane in the, in their like OT4 like photo shoot. Mm. And it looked like it. I thought that was literally. real. I thought it was yeah. real. I th- literally thought that they had shot it and then they'd edited it, him yeah. out. Not the other, that someone had edited Zane Yeah, in. I know. I was like, wait. When I was just staring at that, I was like, I just was like, yeah member of like the photo of one direction then it looks so yeah and then i was like wait this was after zane left and i was like no and then when you look at the photo of all four of them and you're just like it's just not the same it's just not the same no like they didn't like like i said they didn't decrease or like 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 fall down as a band like there wasn't a downfall when after zane left but it just wasn't the same it just it'll and it'll never be the same like if there's going to be a reunion and zane's not going to be there it just won't be the same. It'll be fine. Like, it'll be fantastic. Mm. They'll be wonderful as a band, but it just won't be the same. Like, it's just Zane was, like, that one member. Yeah. It's a missing piece. It's a missing piece in the in the OT5. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it's just made me sad. Like, I just, I miss him. <laughs> There's, um, we've covered most of everyone's opinions, honestly. But some, one girl, Bridget, she said, Steal My Girl was not a good song. What, what's your thought on we that? Had, we had a couple of groupings together of people talking about, like, what songs actually sucked throughout the discography, and we're talking yeah. about... I think Still My Girl was a very radio-friendly, safe single for them to release from 4. Like, I think that was just... It's just mm. a very simple, like, oh... My girlfriend. My, it's a single. It's a single. It's a perfect. It's a. It's a, literally a single. That's what it was. Like same with what, make, what makes you beautiful. Like it's very radio friendly, simple, straight to the point. Like hey, this girl is fucking phenomenal. Everyone wants her. <laughs> simple as that. I think that what makes you beautiful, however, very overplayed. Like when people come. Oh, nothing. You know, this is a massive pet peeve for me. Whenever, whenever <laughs> a radio station or a playlist or a person or something like that wants to come together yeah. and do a One Direction best hits and they just play What Makes You Beautiful, One Thing, fucking, like, Gotta Be You. Like, the, the singles, the song that they released as singles. No. 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 I'm not. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with Still My Girl. It's a great song. I love it so much. The music video came out on my birthday. Like, I stayed up on my birthday to view yeah. it and I love still my girl, but it's not the best of four. Oh, fuck no. Oh God, no. And, and what makes you beautiful is not the best of four, but there's a reason it's a single because it will get radio exactly. play. What ma- but like, like, like what makes you beautiful was the starting point. Like it was the blueprint for one direction, mm. but it wasn't the reason why I stuck around or it wasn't the reason I continued to be a fan. Like, at, at, like as I listened to um, like uh, up all night, which is a fantastic album. Absolutely terrific album. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's their best. Some people do think it's their best. And yeah, we had a couple of people say that Up All Night's their favourite. Mm, fair enough. I, I disagree. disagree but... I think that when I was 11, Up All Night was the peak, yeah. was the peak of music <laughs> and there was no other options. <laughs> but it was the only one. <laughs> but like... It wasn't, yeah. no, it's like, I still listen to, the, to it this day. Like, there's definitely some songs on there that are very underrated, and I think... They they hit in the heart. They hit nostalgia. When you hear the first chords of um, What Makes You Beautiful, the... Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. It just, like, it just 
you're, you're, back. you're back. You There's reverted a wave back of there. Emotion. Well, like or like just moment oh. gets you teary still. Get me get, has oh. gives me some like na 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 na. Is there that one. is the worst song? You cannot argue with me on this. <laughs> no, I actually <laughs> highly disagree. Na 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 is everyone says this that it's their worst song. No, it is one of their best. I, I'm not going to say it's one of their best overall, but it's, it's the best one off Up All Night. It is one of my favorite. I don't trust you. You don't like. Songs. You don't like. Come on, come on. I don't trust you at all. Like, go away. <laughs> come on, come on. Oh, it's come such on. A good... no, the lowest of lows. Come on, come on, Diana. No, thank you. Get out of here. No, no, no. Get out of here. If you <laughs> nah, saw, nah, nah. If you saw Tilly's TikTok. She posted her like her like ranking of One Direction songs. As most people pointed out, and I am, I don't, I don't, I don't stand with you at all in this. You are alone on this. You did Diana absolutely fucking dirty, and I think that you should reassess your priorities and really rethink where you're coming from in this. And just like, just no, it just doesn't hit. It's not. I'm gonna hit you in a second. I swear to God. God, I'm glad we're not in the oh, same Oh, mate, room. I'm, I'm um, swimming over to Tassie and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to whack you. I'm going to whack you silly. I'm going to get some common the, sense the into bottom, you. The last song, though, I feel like everyone can agree on this one. Gotta Be You is their worst song. It's their worst music video, that's for sure. I think in terms of... Like, oh, I do love, I do love belting it out. It's, it's not the... It, no, <laughs> I just... I can't... I'm one of those stupid, like, fans. Just like, I can't pick a worse song. Like, there's definitely songs I listen to more than others, but I'm not going to sit here and say that... Like they have a song that I just can't listen to. Like they're all listen. No, I I love them all. Yeah. I'll sing along to them yeah. all. But I mean, I think maybe if I was at the bottom like... of it, I'd probably. But here's the thing: Na 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 is the worst song lyrically, but it's the but it's such a fucking bop. Like it's it goes it hard. Slaps. It goes so hard, and it's just like I could just jump around and listen to that shit and just be like, yeah, 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 nah, nah. I'm like, yeah, this is this is speaking some deep levels shit to me. Like, nah, 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 fuck yeah, yeah bring it yeah. on. <laughs> like I can't, I nah, fucking nah, turn nah. it up, you know. Then we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. It's honestly, it's a great song. I I was watching an interview earlier, and it was. I think it was when four came out, um, Zane was still there and I think it was like the release of four or whatever. And whoever the interviewer was asked them what their least favorite One Direction song was. And like, they were all kind of talking over each other and Niall in the background goes, Oh, Harry, do you remember that song? Na na na. And my heart just broke to think that he thinks that song is their worst. I mean, you know, don't don't shoot the messenger. Pre- they're preaching to the choir, you know, just listen to what they have to say. If they can criticise it openly, then it's definitely not their best. <laughs> just saying. I, I would just stand to disagree and I'll blast that one out by myself. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. You have, your, you have your moment with that. But I think that out of all the songs that they could have written, it's definitely not the best because, you know, there's just, it's nothing really that probing about it. Like to say that Up All Night is a very deep <laughs> album would be a it's very, deep. It's it should deep. be very, it's like I'm 14 and this is deep kind of bullshit. It's like, there's nothing too, too much squabbling. Like moments was pretty, pretty upsetting. Like more than this, you know, like their, their ballads, their really sad moments were quite like, yeah, yeah. Wow, that really hits the yeah. feels. But then you're out here being like, wow, they're singing about how beautiful I am and how I've got that one thing and they're going to save me tonight. Like, they're going to take me to another world. It's like it's very, very easy to follow along. It's just stu- st- stupidly straight to the point, super like clean cut, bubblegum pop. Can you mm-hmm. fault it? I can't. Mm-hmm. I know I love it. But anyway, we've like, we've said it all. We've covered all these bases. I think we've covered a lot of our opinions. We, wanna know, <laughs> we, we definitely want to know what you guys think. We want to know if you agree or if you disagree, because I think we've got quite a couple of points of discussion here definitely if you want to bring these up mm. to us or to each other like talk about it do you agree do you not disagree i'm pretty sure a lot of people will be disagreeing with us because as we know these are very unpopular opinions and it's like yeah that's fine that's what makes this fandom so great is that we're all so fucking insane that we all have so many different perspectives on things and different in, like ideas of what we what we think and it's just oh it's such a colorful mess of just obsession you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i think i want to take thank you tilly for taking your extensively busy isolation time <laughs> to come along and record with me. It's honestly I know it's great. quite a stress to really 
<laughs> no, it's been it's been so it's been so great to getting to getting to vent this out. Yeah, it's been a great time. I think that we've like we've had a really good bitch session, just venting out. Yeah, to each I other feel like I've gotten all my do. anger out, <laughs> my anger towards <laughs> random just, stuff. But yeah, let let yeah, us know. Let us know your opinions. If you have any other unpopular opinions, let let us know. We would love to hear and have a debate. Um, so follow us on Instagram, Made in the AM Pod. You can find us there or on TikTok, Made in the AM Pod as well. We will be and definitely holding out for some wonderful content to be uploaded there very soon. And thank you again for Tilly. Um, I appreciate, you know, this wonderful discussion that we've had. And I think that we'll, there'll be many more to come. And we'll see you next week, guys. See you next week.